T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We are live from the WWL studio. Steve Geller, Jeff Nowak on Sports Talk, gearing you up for a big fr- uh, weekend of football. I can't say a Friday of football. We don't have a game this, this week. Yeah, no game this week on uh, the Friday schedule, but we have Saturday, Sunday games, no Monday to make things a little more difficult. Uh, but looking forward to the remaining football we do have left, Jeff, and you know, keeping an eye on, obviously, Anything Saints involved, we know that Sean Payton, we heard in the sports flash just now as uh, as well from Charlie, that that interview with Carolina was postponed. Uh, the Carolina Panthers owner um, taking time to acknowledge the soccer death, the soccer player's death, so postponing any kind of business on his end. That new meeting with Sean and the Carolina Panthers is going to come Monday. And I know a lot of people have been asking me, can you really, really see Sean Payton coaching the Carolina Panthers or letting, or the Saints letting him go there? Yeah, well, well first off, I do want to say it sounds like they re-recorded our intros, and it <laughs> makes us sound way cooler than we are. So We even had an echo yeah. behind yeah, our right, name. Right, right. It was name. intense. It was intense. And then we come on here like, meet me. Um, but, yeah, no, Sean, Sean is interviewing. It's – this is going to be something. It's like brace yourselves because this is like the entire offseason is going to be like, Sean, what are you doing? You hanging out in uh, Carolina this week? How about Houston? Now? And- you think it's going to take a long time to get through all this? That's what I'm wondering, too. It's like how long will we endure short and Peyton watch? Yeah, it's a good question. I think that's actually a really good question because – any team that wants to hire him, you know, it's going to completely change their offseason, right? Sure. Like, like, they have a lot of decisions they're going to have to make. You're talking about free agency starting. Like, we recorded the podcast this week, and we went through. There's 18 Saints players who are ready for undrafted – or, I'm sorry, undrafted – unrestricted free agency. And so it's like if the Saints were considering which who their head coach was, you know, that's something that you have to figure out before you re-sign your own players because who knows how they're going to mesh, who knows what your coordinators are going to be. Um, and so, yeah, like that's a good question is how long do you let this play out for? Because if you're a Houston, if you are a Carolina, if you are Arizona or Denver, if you don't go with Sean and then you're kind of behind the eight ball with your the head coach you do hire, how does that affect your staff? So, yeah, I mean, I don't 
Carolina is tough because Carolina is a situation where they'll pay Sean whatever sure, whatever right. he wants. But I'm not sure. It's like, do you really want to go hang out in Charlotte if you're Sean Payton? Like, is that the place? Like, I used to live up in South Carolina, and it wasn't exactly a destination that I didn't want to not get out of. That that was a double negative. Doesn't make sense. But like that to me, that's the question. It's like I don't I don't think he'd have any qualms about coaching any specific team. But does he want to? Is that where he wants to be? Is the other question. And I just don't. I can't see that about Carolina. Like, they, would they trade for him? Is a is a completely different question. Would yeah. he actually go coach there? Is the question that I'm not sure about. See, to me, I'm not sure about from the Saints' point of view of things if even the compensation, you give me the ninth overall pick in this year's draft and maybe something else, I just can't really see Mickey or anyone else in the front office wanting to see Sean twice a year and how miserable that could be. See, I I, I disagree with that. I think... Because the price would have to be higher. That's yeah. the thing. Like it's the price for Carolina will not be the price for Denver, right? And so this is a team that I think, and, and a front office, frankly, that could use a win. You know, I think that there's been a lot of negativity around this team with the trade and giving away your your own number ten overall pick, <laughs> right? And it's like if you can get multiple firsts and you get the number nine from Carolina. I think you can live with seeing Sean in your building because let's let's be real, it's going to happen either way. You know, it might not happen as often, but it's going to happen eventually. Yeah, I was going to say, not if he goes to Denver or Houston. Well, and and I, I don't know. Like, I, I don't see an issue of him going because, for, I mean, sure, Denver for, what, two years, and then he, then he leaves and he goes and coaches somewhere else. You don't get to control it then. I don't know. I, I don't have an issue with him going to Carolina and showing up in your building. It, it, they're going to sell the heck out of it, and you're going to have great ratings for those games, right? So I don't I don't see how that's... How that's a bad thing. I don't think it's a bad thing. I mean, it's definitely interesting, but I can't see the Saints willing to do that deal knowing the fact that you're going to have to face your, you know, face of a franchise type of coach, Hall of Famer, constantly as a reminder, too, of this is what you used to have. Oh, I understand what you're saying. (laughs) I am saying that I don't care about that at all. If you're giving me the number nine in this draft, enjoy Carolina, Sean. Charlotte's fun. Right, like I, I do not have any qualms about that whatsoever. As long as they meet the price, if they don't meet the price, then you're like, no, we're not trading him there. You're not, you're not sending him there for peanuts just to get something in return. You are sending him there if they are willing to break the bank and send you everything. But the thing is, if you're Sean Payton and you're thinking about the team you're going to go coach, <laughs> and you're like, yeah, I'll coach in Carolina because we have the number nine pick and we can draft somebody, and, and then it's like, eh, well, you weren't not actually, so fast. we're not going to have that. We're not going to have next year's first either. Oh, and you know, you don't have a quarterback, and oh, you don't have Christian McCaffrey anymore, and blah 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 blah. It's like if I'm Sean, I'm like, eh. You know, maybe not. <laughs> you know, I think that changes the equation. Yeah. If you're trying to go, co- if he's like, I want to go coach the Cardinals. Oh, but they're not going to have the number three pick. Oh, wait, that changes my equation. Same with Houston, if they had to give up the number two. So I think people need to understand, like, Sean has some control in this situation. Absolutely. And he can, he, when he says, oh, it's going to be a mid-firster later, which is what he said <laughs> this week, I think that, you know, he has some control in that process where he can be like, you know what, guys, uh, I don't know about this, and I'm, I'm thinking I'm going to stay in broadcasting. And then it's like, you know what, yeah, maybe we back off a little bit. So I, I, I don't know. I think it's a, it's well, a he, situation where you're not going to turn your nose up at a, at a big offer from the Panthers. And that, that interview with uh, with uh, Colin Cowherd, he very casually threw that out yeah. at the end. Like, oh, and it doesn't, I mean, if it happens to be next year, the uh, compensation would be significantly less. And you're like, well, wait, wait a minute. We don't want to hear that. We talked about this um, 
on the podcast, and I'm not going to keep referencing the podcast, but if you want to listen to it, it's inside black and gold. It's fun. Check Good it time. Out. Go download it. Um, <laughs> but, you know, one of the things that's really funny about Sean at this moment is he's basically in, like, analysis mode where he's not a coach right now. And, like, after hearing Sean talk and kind of, like, trying to pry information out of him for so many years, and now all of a sudden he just shows up on Colin Cowherd's show and is, like, giving him – you know, everything, <laughs> you know, he's not holding anything. Back. Not at all. Right. I was surprised <laughs> on how much he was divulging. I think he's just not in coach mode right now. And the second he has a coach, he has like, he could gain an advantage from not giving you information. He'll stop giving you information. But right now, because there's no team that he's working for it, that, that filter is off. And so you're getting these really fascinating interviews. Um, and uh, yeah, it, it is interesting to see. Cause like, again, like you've heard him talk so many times <laughs> and, He'll say stuff, and you're like, wow, he just said that? He just yeah, went out? right. Like, he says exactly what he thinks they're going to get his compensation? Like, that's, that's a, very, it's a very specific detail that you would have never gotten uh, from that guy over 15 years in New Orleans. So we're going to have to wait a little bit for the meeting to happen with the Carolina Panthers. That's now rescheduled for Monday. Surprisingly, Jeff, I haven't heard a peep about anything from the Arizona Cardinals except the fact that they did get permission to speak to Sean, and then another, I guess, little bit of surprise. Haven't heard anything from the Indianapolis Colts about any interest in, in Sean Payton. And I guess Cliff Kingsbury is like bought a one way ticket to Thailand or something. I don't know. Yeah, he's uh, just enjoying life with his girlfriend, and he's, he's enjoying the fact he's going to keep getting paid for a couple. Exactly. Years. Um, now it, it it's it's weird because you're going to get this information in the Sean Payton sweepstakes in like you know like bits and and starts fits and starts because it's you're only gonna they're gonna they have like a meter and they're gonna like dole it out as it benefits them like all these you know institutions like the texans really wanted everyone to know that everyone. they interviewed sean payton yes. and they wanted sean payton to know that they were really excited about it right like that that was a tweet that they sent out that was basically like sean we love you please come coach us. <laughs> we the, we were the first ones to talk to you we love all these stats yes. that you've had in the past here's a picture yeah and we want you to we, yeah come to houston you. the best thing that's happened in houston <laughs> in years is that sean payton showed up for the interview um they, they went from Deshaun to the sean Ooh. ah um but no it is it is interesting and the colts i think they just finally decided hey maybe we'll interview jeff saturday for the first time because <laughs> they definitely didn't do it before they hired him yeah um and yeah I, I i do think it's interesting and arizona i just don't see how arizona arizona can can justify that trade knowing all of the questions they have around kyler murray at this point um, that would be crazy to me if they also gave up, you know, significant assets to bring in a coach that they haven't even met with yet. No, the the whole where Sean Payton lands is a question we're going to be, I'm sure, batting around for a while. I, I just was hoping things might wrap up a little sooner than later. But uh, to say to to use the Dennis Allen quote, I guess there, hopefully sooner than later, kind of thing. But I don't know how long this is going to drag out, and if. Arizona finally does become a player, or maybe Indianapolis gets involved. Uh, right now, for me, though, I definitely would think Denver would be my preferred and favorite destination just because get him out the NFC South. I don't want to see Sean, and I think Denver obviously has the means to pay him as well and has some, will be able to work out a, a draft capital, you know, trade that, that'll get you back. The San Francisco pick that's late in that, that round and also whatever else. But I'm Steve Geller along with Jeff Nowak here on WWL Sports Talk. You can give us a call on the Oakland Hard Jewelers talking text line 504-260-1870. It is a freaky Friday. Want to hear from you, Houdat Nation on WWL. 
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Jeff and Steve back at you here on Sports Talk. You heard the numbers. Oakland Hard Jewelers talking text line 504-260-1870. We got Mike in Ponchatoula on the line wanting to talk to us. How's your Friday going, Mike? What's up, man? Hey, guys. Um, just, uh, just, I want to get your thoughts on, um, the, the, in your opinion, is, is Brandon Ingram trying to force a trade, uh, maybe before the deadline, but, by, by, by being on this lengthy, uh, Eric Gordon disappearing act. <laughs> well, that hurts when you bring up Gordon. Yeah, it, I, I don't know. It's it's a very interesting question with Brandon. Um, but, like, he's a guy who misses a lot of games with injuries. Like, this isn't new for him, per se. It's it's weird. It's only weird because of the what they're telling us the injury is, which is a toe bruise, which does not seem to make sense. I don't know if it's really just, like, turf toe. Which, right. You know, we are more familiar with in a football sense. Because the amount of time he has missed, yeah, maybe it's because it didn't happen on turf, so they have no term for it. Um, the amount of time he has missed would be more indicative of like a turf toe injury. And I then they're just not willing to give any updates, but I don't think he wants to be anywhere else. Why would you right yeah, now? I mean, <laughs> it, it's. It's not like they played enough together, he and Zion, to like have an idea of like whether they don't like each other or not, right? Like that's the that's the weird thing. Um, I just think it's a nagging injury, and that this is just really frustrating because it's the second season in a row that you've had one of the Pelicans' star duo not on the floor with this mysterious foot ailment. Um, and last year, you have the memory, obviously, of Zion never getting back on the court right. ever. Um, so that's what you're kind of worried about. But I don't think it's, I don't think Brandon is trying to strong arm anybody. Cause if he was, he could be much more, he could do that much more visibly and he didn't, wouldn't have to be this kind of weird toe route. 
No, and it's like I know where he's at practice. He's trying right. to get right. back <laughs> on the court. It's not like, oh, he's not even seen at the facility kind of thing. Right. It's not like last year where Zion was in Portland. Right. Right. Like, that. <laughs> oh. like if that was the case, if he was like rehabbing away from the team and you never heard from him and he was hiding, then then that would be something. But I, I don't I don't know. I think it's just an annoying injury. And it's the real question is, is Brandon Ingram now an injury plagued player that you cannot rely upon? And that's the that's the more serious question, in my opinion. Because if he didn't want to be here, he didn't have to re-sign, you know, the max extension with no player option, right? Like he wanted to be here, and I'm pretty sure he still does. The question is, can he be healthy? Same with Mike Thomas, right? Like Mike Thomas came back and played, but he never could stay on the field. And it's like not a question of whether he's willing to play here. It's just can he be healthy? I thought you were going to say also that it's also the case with Zion. Unfortunately, there's no, there's no, no zero, absolutely no question about talent and yeah. what he's able to do. But there's no denying the fact though that the guy cannot stay on the court. Yeah, I think part of the issue is the way he plays. Right, like you get hit all the time naturally and you're gonna get bruises and and bumps for me it's more of like for him if i'm not as worried about zion in terms of if he can avoid like structural issues i'm okay with it like if he's dealing with soft tissue stuff that happens yeah as long as his like knees aren't given out on him and his ankles aren't given out on him like the the foot thing last year concerned me uh, for, from a long-term perspective because it's the type of injury that's like yeah if you're a big dude who jumps a lot and you have repetitive foot injuries look at like greg odin like guys like that like that can end your career uh so if he's dealing with hamstrings if he's jumping and falling on his hip and getting bruised something you can do about that that's just playing basketball um so i'm not i'm not as worried about zion but um like brandon's kind of a lanky dude you know if you're constantly getting these injuries and you can't hold up to it that's that's what i'm more concerned with over on the oakland heart jewelers talking text line now we're gonna go to john in iowa checking in what you got to say john Hey, I'm just wondering, have you guys, everybody's talking about Peyton, you know, and, and getting to another team and that kind of stuff. But what about if Peyton draws Mickey Loomis away from the Saints? Has anybody thought about that? Well, <laughs> no, we have not yeah. definitely thought about that one. Uh, I think the fact that uh, Mickey's pretty entrenched as the GM yeah. here, and if there was going to be Sean taking a GM candidate with him, I could see that being – Maybe someone else in house, like yeah, a Jeff I was, Ireland. I was about to say, I would be more concerned about Jeff Ireland than um, than Mickey. I don't think Mickey's going anywhere. I think he's here for the long haul. Um, he's definitely not leaving to take another job. You know what I mean? Like if Mickey wanted to retire and be like, okay, then I could then I could understand it. Like I think that's more of a question because eventually your career ends as a professional, and you know what I mean. But like I don't think he's 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 abandoning ship to go hang out with Sean. I think he was abandoned by Sean. Absolutely, <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean. Like, uh, if anything, that that's that's the. I, I think there could be some lingering issue there, but um, no. I mean, I, but I do think that there will be a question of when Sean does land, is he going to try to poach some names, and he can do that with the front office staff if he wanted to. Not, I mean, if they wanted to, and he wanted to, because it would be a promotion from wherever they are to a GM role. But he couldn't necessarily do that with like coordinators. So you're um, telling me if he wanted, he can't even take Pete Carmichael Jr. Well, yeah, right. <laughs> Technically, no. No, right. Exactly. Yeah. It's just crazy. And uh, it is funny because Mickey, in his in his postseason press conference, he said basically like, yeah, if John wanted to hire anyone that would be a lateral move, he'd probably call and ask, and we'd probably say no. 
Right. <laughs> just flat out. We're yeah. not going to let them make a lateral move. No, but but that's what the interesting thing is with the defensive coordinator. Exactly, that's yeah. what you're seeing right now with the Falcons interviewing Ryan huh. Nielsen and the Capathas interviewing Chris Richard because uh, getting hired into a play-calling defensive coordinator role would be a promotion for both of those guys because neither of them technically has that job right now. Yeah. And so, like, the Saints couldn't block that. So, like, if Sean did want, say, Chris Richard as his defensive coordinator, he could interview and Richard would be open to leave and the Saints couldn't do anything about it. So it is interesting how that's kind of worked out. Now, it's something, too, you wondered with the, you know, process of bringing possibly Richard over to the Carolina. Was that to entice maybe Sean even more for that job in, in with the Panthers kind of thing since you, you, you'd be bringing over somebody that obviously he's familiar with? You have to wonder, but they also haven't met with Sean yet, so how Ex- could they possibly know whether that would be his goal? I think maybe they're considering Steve Wilkes staying on, and maybe Steve Wilkes likes Chris Richard. Yeah. I don't know. Um, but it, it's interesting because, like like you mentioned, they are interviewing Sean, and maybe Sean, maybe Sean obviously hired Chris Richard, or at least he was the head coach when Chris Richard was hired, so there's obviously some some familiarity there. Yeah, the, when the, the talk of Sean Payton, wherever him going, maybe wanting to bring – you know, his own general manager uh, along with him kind of thing. Kind of surprised me why Arizona was so quick to jump on and hire a GM right away. And that's why I think it's a little puzzling why they've remained out of the quote-unquote bidding process or interview process for Sean right now. Yeah, and they have been cleared into the interview process. Yeah, right. So they, they can do it. Um, I mean, I think if you're the Cardinals and you feel like it's not the route you want to go, then you don't do it. You know what I mean? I don't think they want to ship assets for a head coach hire, and that's kind of where I see that. But um, if they and if they drop out, then you still have two, three teams that are highly interested, and you're still as long as it doesn't get down to one team <laughs> where they don't have to feel like they have any pressure at all to to match offers. That's when you would get concerned about the leverage going away. But yeah, yeah, I would think that everybody involved in this would want to get things pretty hammered out, you know, pretty quickly and not let it drag out. Or maybe maybe the Saints do want it to drag out so it maximizes the value or, you know, extends the market for, for Sean Payne, if you know what I mean. Yeah, I, I don't. I think the Saints want to make sure they maximize their value. And I think that the concern for me would be it goes on for so long and then it's just, you know, people get cold feet or Sean says, you know, it, I don't like this anymore and I don't want to do this, like, process and then backs off and then suddenly the saints are kind of out in the cold yeah i guess the longer you wait the longer doubt creeps in that yeah. it could be held over till yeah. next year yeah and especially for a head coach it's not a player so like the head coach will affect as we mentioned and we're kind of circling the, the pool here <laughs> is like this is going to affect their entire offseason whichever team ends up with them if they do so i don't think you want to you want to drag it out to the point where they're just like you know what we'll go a different direction Want to hear from you, who that's on the Oakland Hard Jewelers talking text line, 504-260-1870. We got Hollywood on the line in Thibodeau. What's going on, Hollywood? Happy Friday, man. Happy Friday, you too. Uh, I just want to tell you, hello, I don't talk to you all too much. I talk to Bob and him all the time. That's all right. I want to, ask you, I want to ask you a couple of questions. Uh, number one, I want to know what you think about DeAndre Hopkins from Michael Thomas and a trade, and number two, uh, what teams you see advancing this week after the football weekend is over? <laughs> um, Can you give me a take on that? Yeah. Well, so I don't, 
I don't know how much value Mike Thomas will have in a, in a trade with his contract the way it is, right? Like whatever team would trade for him would have to kind of negotiate or like like navigate that contract. And I just don't see why you would when I think the writing's kind of on the wall that the Saints aren't going to keep him around and, and be on the hook for $60 million next season. It just, no, it seemed like that whole restructure was just leading up to the fact of the ine- inevitable release yeah. and the end of Michael Thomas's time in black and gold, unfortunately. Yeah, and so other teams would see that, and so I don't see that. Because they would, you know, I think if you're a team that wants to sign him, you know, maybe the Cardinals do want to go and get him, but then they could negotiate on their own. So I just don't, I don't see a lot of scenarios where this the the Saints end up getting a lot in return for Mike Thomas. Um, but I do think DeAndre Hopkins is an interesting option either way. I think maybe he would be a guy that you consider going to get um, in, on, if he's on the trade market, right? Uh, yeah, I mean, it depends on obviously what you're looking for for from him. I don't know if he's going to be coming, want to end up coming to a team like New Orleans right now. There's just too much unsettled uh, for me as a wide receiver, uh, thinking about quarterback, uh, the offense not being as... Uh, potent as it's been in the past. And we'll talk about, you know, the team re-signing their offensive quarter. Uh, well, not re-signing. Well, the, one, one we'll talk he's, about bringing back Pete Carmichael. He's under contract. So you trade for him, and then you figure that out. I don't, I'm not asking DeAndre if he wants to be here. Well, the last thing I want, want is another disgruntled wide receiver, though. You find the wide receiver, and then you <laughs> deal with the gruntledness when they get here. Steve Geller and Jeff Nowak here on Sports Talk, coming back with more after the break here on WWL. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Steve Geller with Jeff Nowak back here on Sports Talk. One thing, Jeff, that uh, we didn't get to right before the break. Hollywood was asking us some opinions on weekend football. And, yeah, we're going to have that for you starting tomorrow, 3 o'clock here on WWL. And that yeah. first matchup being? Oh, it's going to be. So, yeah, Saturday's games, right? You have Jags, Chiefs, Giants, Eagles. I am very invested in that in that Giants game because I grew up as a Giants fan, and so I'm excited about it. I think it. that's funny because we grew up basically in the uh, roundabout same area, and you ended up liking the Giants. I ended up liking the Eagles, so we are mortal enemies tomorrow. Yeah, more or less, yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I, I like – I mean, it's hard for me to pick against the Chiefs, right? Absolutely right. Um, as as fun as the Jags have been to watch, and it's been a nice story, but, you know, this is this is big boy football tomorrow in Kansas City, Arrowhead Stadium. Yeah, it's, it's great that you can come back from 27 to nothing down and win a game. It's not great that you went 27 nothing down at home to a team that <laughs> was ready to blow a 27-point lead to begin with. So that's not great when you're being, facing Pat Mahomes. But good for the Jags. Good for Doug Peterson. They got there. The Giants-Eagles game is going to be interesting because I think a lot of people are going to give the Giants no chance because they've watched the Eagles dominate and the Gi- Eagles dominated the Giants a few weeks back. But this is a different Giants team. They didn't have Xavier McKinney. They didn't have Adore Jackson. Jalen Hurts wasn't dealing with an injured shoulder at that point. They were playing as good as they have all season, and now they're, as Saints fans are well aware, they're not huh. playing that well right now. So I like the Giants. I think this is going to be another one of those 
um, you know, Giants make the wild card and then win it all seasons. But then again, I am a homer, and I'm very much being a homer right now. See, as as an Eagles homer, I'm always thinking the worst. I think, yeah. and so I'm uh, I'm, Good. I'm definitely worried about the Giants that's, heading into this matchup. That's what I want you to just think. a lot a lot for what you talked about with Philly right now. They're not playing their best uh, football. Uh, they've been turning the ball over way too alarming rate, and I don't know. The health of Jalen Hurts, I can't imagine he's yeah. 100% heading into this. Uh, don't know how much we're going to see from him in this game and how much he's going to be able to affect it, obviously. If Gardner Minshew's uh, going to be relied upon, I think we saw it in the game against the Saints. This, this Giants defense can get after him for sure. So you're saying you don't know if Jalen Hurts hurts. I, I believe Jalen Hurts <laughs> still hurts, unfortunately, yeah. All right, moving on. Bengals-Bills, Sunday at 2 p.m. This is the one I definitely don't have an emotional investment, <laughs> right? Uh, Joe Burrow wins this game. Like, this is the reason Joe Burrow is a legend is because he wins this game. Like this, and, he, and he's going to do it convincingly. I have a feeling the Bengals win this game easily. Really? Yes. Even with all their offensive line troubles? Yes, because Josh Allen's going to turn it over like six times, and everyone's going to be like, man, he sh- they should have tried to keep Brian Dable around. <laughs> and Daniel Jones is going <laughs> to... You're going back to Giants love now. <laughs> yeah. Well, because like, look at like like Daniel Jones is suddenly Josh Allen light. The flea market Josh Allen, right? Yeah. And and it's like, whoa, what's, what changed? Well, Josh Allen lost his offensive coordinator, and now he's throwing interceptions left and right. Um, and then Daniel Jones is now suddenly in this great quarterback. And so, no, but, but I think like Joe Burrow, like the reason Joe Burrow has a legend, has this persona around him is because he gets into games like this and he just reaches a different level. It's, he's the first, like no one's other than like Tom Brady has that type of like, you know, get locked in kind of mentality about him. You know, maybe even like an Eli Manning is a good example. Like he just gets in these big games and suddenly he's a different person. And so I like him in this big game, Joe. Yeah, now, now when it's the Chiefs on the other side, that's a different question. But like, I think I think the Bengals are going to roll in this game. Since he got lucky last week, I mean, they got their defense to so bail Buffalo. They got their defense to bail him out. I know. I just I'm thinking about Buffalo at home, uh, still riding, you know, that mo- that wave of momentum. Yeah, um, I'm pulling. I really am pulling for Cincinnati and Joe. Yeah. But I do think Buffalo ekes this one out. Well. How does it feel to be wrong? No. <laughs> I believe well, me, I've been wrong plenty we'll, of all. We'll find out. I've been plenty wrong this Saints season, believe you me. Well, I, toward the end of the season, I started picking against the Saints because I was like, well, this is every time I pick the Saints to win, they'll lose. So I'm going to pick the Eagles and I'm going <laughs> to I'm going to pick the Browns. And then they said, like, I think it was just me. I think I'm the reason the Saints were bad because I picked them too many times to win. Just pick the yeah. opposition every and game. And I, I have this weird superpower where I, I can make the opposite of what I think is going to happen happen. Anyway, so moving on. Cowboys 49ers. This is the uneven rest bowl. Yes. And I think it's the dumbest thing the NFL, one of the dumbest, the NFL does a lot of dumb things. So saying it's the dumbest thing is kind of unfair to the other dumb things. But one of the dumbest things they've done in a while is like insist on a Monday night football game on Super Wild Card Weekend because it's just like why are why does the, why do the Cowboys have to play on five days rest or six days rest and the and the Forty Nine ers get to play on eight days rest? Like this is the playoffs and they neither of them got a buy. So why did the Forty Nine ers get that advantage? And no other team in the NFL gets that advantage. Uh, I, I don't know. Like, I guess it's the other way. It's like the Cowboys get that disadvantage. No other team gets that disadvantage. But it's so stupid. Yeah, it was kind of weird that the NFL was going to put two of their golden boys, basically the Dallas yeah. Cowboys and and Tom Brady. Uh, would one of those teams would have been at a dis- disadvantage this week? You'd think they would at least make it so there's like a set standard for who ends up in that game. 
like ev- like whoever like draws the short straw. Instead, it's like, well, this is going to be the highest rated game, so we're going to screw over that market. Um, I don't know, it's dumb, but I I like I like the Cowboys in that game. I think this is the the game Brock Purdy gets exposed. You know what? I'm I'm kind of leaning towards Dallas as well, just because I'm wondering when the Cinderella clock yeah. ends up ticking on Purdy. Uh, plus, I think we talked about this maybe earlier in the week on the podcast about Dallas. I just like the way the defense has looked and that combination of Ezekiel Elliott and Pollard at running back, I think, can really do some damage against the Niners. It's going to be an interesting, low-scoring affair there. But yeah, I'm going for the big upset, too, in Dallas. Yeah. Rust versus rest, right? Yes. No. Stephen Jeff here on Sports Talk, coming back with more after this on WWL. We'll get right into our phone lines. Want to hear from you, Houdat Nation, 504-260-1870. Jay and Sladell wants to talk to us. What you got, Jay? Well, I just, I never heard the reasoning behind them sticking Tampa Bay and the Cowboys on Monday night. And I just asked the call screener, is, does that have anything to do with seeding? Because Tampa Bay was 8-9. Right. And, uh, and we didn't know who was going to win that game, and you didn't know who was going to win out of the Seahawks and 49ers. So it, it's not like they really planned such a uh, discrepancy in the amount of rest days. You know? Yeah. No, from my I understanding, would, would there was wow. no there was no like set reasoning for which teams ended up there. And that's honestly the most annoying part to me. It's like it was like a coin flip, and like they were like, okay, they lost it. No, I'm pretty sure it was just okay. Tom Brady and the Cow and Dallas, and you're talking about ratings, and that's why they picked it. Well, my thing is, going forward, a lot of this stuff needs to be ironed out because if you're going to do something like that and potentially wind up with such a lopsided amount of rest, then it needs to favor, you know, teams with, with um, uh, better records, you know, because that's how they do. Your first your first seed gets one by, you know, right? And then the other uh, six teams play the first round. Mm-hmm. So it seems to me that your highest seeds should play on Saturday and your lowest seeds should play on Sunday or Monday. That would make the most sense. Well, I agree with that. And, like, the Giants are actually playing on short rest too, which doesn't make sense because they played on Sunday and now they play on Saturday. So because of the Monday night game, both matchups feature a team playing on short rest. And the Giants actually – they the Eagles have the ultimate amount of rest because they didn't play last week at all. So the – it's it's weird that it's like they they set up this scenario where the divisional round in the NFC has two teams playing on short rest against two teams playing on long rest. Yeah, they could have done it two two and two. Yeah, I, I think the only way to make this reasonable would also be just like okay, add a second Monday game because then you at least right. have it in both conferences. It just doesn't make sense. It's just stupid. It's money. It's it's a cash grab. I, I didn't have problem with it as a viewer though. I appreciated having Saturday Sundays. Monday playoff football, but yeah, it ends up not being fair for the the winner of that Monday night Make game. Make it a Friday game. Friday night? Yeah. <laughs> Make it, because if you're going to call it Super Wild Card Weekend, all the games have to be done by the weekend or you're lying to me. Right, because Monday is definitely no longer yes. any sniff of the weekend. That is not the weekend. That is the next week. Don't lie to me. Give me six games on a weekend, or don't. Unless don't you can, conv- unless you can conv- convince you know employers or bosses that Super Wild Card Weekend that week does yeah. include Monday. Do I get the day and off? Yeah, you're also off that Monday. 
technically we were off the Monday. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe that's what it was. <laughs> no, I mean, I mean, we've we've heard that excuse obviously too with people wanting uh, a different day for Super Bowl Sunday kind of thing. So everyone has that recover day, or the next day should be a holiday, that's whatever, true. whatever like you, you want to look at it as. You get New Year's Day off. You, know, you get Super Bowl Monday off. I wish. Yeah. Maybe someday. Well, we are wrapping up the first hour here of Sports Talk. Jeff and I will be delving more into the playoff matchups the next two hours. We'll check in on all the home team cities uh, and get the feel of the fan base and what's going on. Uh, Got to see who's going to be the two teams making it, the four teams making it to the AFC and NFC championships. I'm Steve Gell, along with Jeff Nowak. We'll continue to break down the NFL playoffs, talking Saints. Also, Sean Payton interviewing uh, with the Carolina Panthers being pushed back till Monday. Uh, also, get into what your thoughts on the Saints bringing back Pete Carmichael Jr. as off- offensive coordinator. More coming up on WWL Sports Talk. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. <laughs> 